This is Bart Peterson, and you are listening to Across the Board on the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I would like to welcome you to Across the Board, the podcast that focuses on boards of directors, corporate governance, and management of strategic risk. I take things in a little bit different direction today because I have Mike Volkoff with me, founder and president of the Volkoff Law Group. Mike talks about the recently released Business Roundtable's statement on the purpose of a corporation. The reason it's on uh, this podcast is Mike really takes a deep dive into the statement, its purpose, and the boards of directors' responsibility around this initiative. I know you'll find it fascinating. Across the Board is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network and now a proud part of C-Suite Radio. Well, I thought it was uh, it. I thought it was a notable event. Um, whether it turns into something really practical uh, and really meaningful, uh, jury's still out. Um, but I do like. I always like Mark Twain uh, and his quotes. And he said, "It is curious that physical courage should be so common in the world, and moral cor- moral courage so rare." And um, I think that's particularly apt for our political times, uh, and I think it's particularly apt for corporate culture. Um, but let's, you know, let's start by giving the 181 CEOs who signed this new statement on the purpose of a corporation, and uh, and let's give them the benefit of the doubt because what they're saying and uh, is, look, our purpose is not just to, you know, serve our shareholders' interest, uh, you know, which we learned in law school in terms of maximizing the performance, uh, carrying out the shareholder interests, whatever those may be, uh, but usually it tends to be, hey, we want to make money every quarter. Well, now they're saying, look, we want to look at operating our companies for the benefit of all stakeholders. So not just our shareholders, but our customers, our employees, our suppliers, communities, um, and, uh, you know, all of our significant stakeholders. Now, look, it seems like a lot of the language that they're using is a lot of the language that you, me, and many others in the compliance field talk about an ethics and compliance program and the design and implementation uh, in relation to uh, our stakeholders. You know, what are your company's key stakeholders? So they sort of co-opted a lot of that language. Uh, I think it's great. I think the language itself is symbolically important and language can be important. And But the proof will be in the future here. Um, if these companies, and 181 of them, uh, back this up with a greater commitment to ethical cultures and compliance, you know what? We should celebrate it. But on as of right now, we have a lot of pressures put on by Wall Street and performance and bonus and incentives for the CEOs uh, to stick to the quarterly um, you know, performance metric. Um, but if, uh, if it's just going to be a new set of words that's designed to make everybody feel good and to sort of relieve some of the pressure on some of these stakeholder issues and compliance issues and cultural issues, 
um, then look, we can put it in the ash heap of cynical uh, political ploys uh, that we're used to in society. So, look, I want to take a, but I want to take a balanced approach to it. And I think we, if we, because I've noticed myself, even in my uh, practice, that there definitely is more commitment to the language of culture, the language of sustainable growth, and the fact that the research has convincingly shown that um, companies perform better over the long run um, uh, when they uh, implement and mine and monitor their uh, ethical culture. So let's hope. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's not take the Mark Twain cynical approach. Uh, and let's go from there. Now, I sort of went from that point, Tom, uh, and you know I uh, tend to criticize corporate boards a lot, uh, and I really um, sort of turned next to the issue of, you know, what's the board's responsibility for ethical culture? And my uniform impression is that Boards have no idea how to oversee and monitor a corporate compliance program, much less an ethical culture. Um, and uh, I know you have been a strong advocate along with me uh, and other people that, you know, we need to have some kind of compliance presence on the board, a representative who knows how to do a compliance program and has operated one or been responsible for one in the, in the past. Um, and I, I couldn't agree more with that position. I know Ellen Hunt, for example, advocates that along with you. Um, and this to me is really important because, uh, to be honest with you, it's frustrating to see how boards ignore issues, put issues to the side. All you have to do is read the Wells Fargo, um, you know, internal investigation report, you know, prepared at the behest of the board, and then look at the record of performance after that uh, in terms of Wells Fargo has, uh, if anything, deteriorated since that point in time. So to me, uh, you know, get being, getting the board back to the ethical culture table and teaching them how to um, take care of these important responsibilities is really important. Um, you know, look, the boardroom has been dominated by the general counsel uh, or board counsel uh, advice through the years, which is to document little and minimize risk. You know, your corporate minutes should include the bare minimum. And that just is not going to cut it these days. There's a new sort of demand. And to me, if, uh, if we had an ethics and compliance counsel to the board, I think we'd see a lot different performance and much better performance. So my hope is that this, this statement, giving it the benefit of the doubt, translates ultimately to bringing the board to the ethical culture table. Um, we'll see what happens, Tom. I mean, you know, we, I watch over this a lot because it's important to me. Uh, I see it as probably the most important determinant of a corporation's uh, ability to implement a successful uh, ethics and compliance program. So um, let's hope for the best. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this special episode of Across the Board. I'm going to link to Mike's three blog posts. 
on the Business Roundtable statement on the purpose of a corporation. I'll also link to my blog post on this topic. I know you will find it interesting. Across the Board is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.